Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. So this is the second part of our show we recorded last week. We recorded uh, a lot of uh, other news stories and the interview with Eli about god-awful movies. So without further ado, here's the rest of that show. You see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. There are demons all over where, and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. All right, so uh, we've, we already heard that the Paris attacks were the result of devil-worshipping dance music from the fucking crazy kids with their dance music. kids with their little dances. And they're dancing around. But this is Jonathan Kahn. The Paris attack was actually God's punishment for France's Palestinian activism. So let's... What? I just want to make... I want to make this guy and Kevin Swanson fight to the death to see what caused... Right. The fan... Because we have two competing... Can it be both, though? Do you think God's like, well, little column A, little from column B, guys. The devil's got a lot of decisions well, to make. here's the deal. I, first off, I control the devil, so don't don't get right. no fucking ideas, boys. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to control the devil to shoot those little boys down there, but then I'm also going to do it just because I don't like Palestinians very much either. <laughs> Whoopsie diddly do. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's uh, Jonathan Cohen. God said to Abraham, Abram, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. As long as you kill your fucking son. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But you got to you gotta go ahead and kill you your... Do me a favor, bro. Yeah. And you fucking whack your son for I me. Know. I know. he's like... <laughs> no, I mean, like, not like the priest whacked the son. I mean, like, <laughs> like actually whack the son. Like, fucking lay him down. I know he's super important to you <laughs> and real, you know, but maybe if you could just slit his fucking throat, Psst. like... Just take him really far away and no one will know. Yeah, just, just drive him into the woods and let him go. <laughs> if you slit his throat and he doesn't come back, he never loved you anyway. So, so yes. from the days of the pharaohs to the days of the United States of America, the covenant, the hand of God in this Abrahamic covenant has determined history. Wait, 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 wait. Slow, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. I can't even get through that. I don't I even know what he said. Like, it sounded like a, like a tone. We were just going, like all of that went right in one ear and out the other. Six million Jews were killed in the 1940s, and God was like, "Well, uh, I'm gonna curse them. I'm gonna curse them pretty much by letting them lose a war uh, that will take years and years and years. And meanwhile, six million of you motherfuckers will be slaughtered. Yeah, that's the cursing. But I'll bless the people that like you. Like, how about you fucking actually bless me so six million of my fucking peeps don't get slaughtered." I can't. I, you can't, I can't look, even hear this. You shit. can't look at human history and be like one side was blessed and one wasn't. Well, it's fucking because nonsense. It's, it's just nonsense. You look at it and you're just like, um, a lot of people died on the other side, bro. Right. Like that's not a thing. Like you, you can't be like America was blessed in the World War Two because they won the war, and you'd be like, yeah, but then a lot of people died, right. and we kind of dropped bombs on a whole fucking nation, and, and right. like it couldn't be argued that like Russia was really much more instrumental in the defeat of Germany. Like they're the ones who fucking invaded Berlin, right? Like. Yeah. So, but like fucking Russia lost a quadrillion people. <laughs> they lost. They were like throwing. They were like shooting people out of people cannons. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there was like a point where they had like they manufactured one gun and a fucking thousand Russians. It's <laughs> like get them, boys. <laughs> just gonna keep. It's like a fucking. It's like a relay race to right? death. You just keep passing it back. They will run out of bullets before we run out of Russians. That's exactly it, man. The rise and fall of nations. And basically, it's not just saying, if I bless Israel or bless the Jewish people, I'll be blessed. And if I curse, it's also saying reciprocity in the way whatever you do to Israel, whatever you do to the Jewish people, shall be done back to you. Now, here's the thing. Let me share something here. Israel is always dealing with Islamic terrorism every day. Oh, every day, continuously. In the summer, there was a plan, a resolution in the United Nations, or a push for this, to vote into existence a state called Palestine. That would clearly be an anti-Israel motion. Israel said, not, I mean, forgetting, not even getting into Palestine, which means the land of the Philistines, and saying that that's, that belongs to them, not the Jewish people. But 
but it was an anti. And, but Israel said, "This is not. This is not. This is not ready, or this is not the right thing, because this is going to put us in more danger with the terrorism that happens all here." So the chief sponsor, now, now that that the who sponsored this this resolution to try to get Palestine in there when Israel said this is going to hurt us with terrorism. It's a putting our security in danger. The chief, who was the chief sponsor? It was France. Wait, so God is getting back because they fucking suggested something? And suggested something how long ago? When like, was Palestine created? Dude, it's a suggestion box. Well, I, I didn't like that suggestion. <laughs> I, I put, I, now when the neo-Nazis <laughs> gather together, and ain't nobody slaughters them, right? Fucking, if somebody puts something in the fucking UN suggestion box and they get a Paris attack. You have to sign your name to it because God's back there reading reading, them, a- reading the slips. I like to think uh, in bed after each one of these, just like fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> we should create a new Palestine in bed. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Allahu <laughs> Sister comes from news.com.au. Uh, teen Islamic State pinup girl changes her mind, is beaten to death. Oh, God. Well, you know, like, here's the thing. Uh, in ISIS, you don't get to change yeah. your mind. Well, what the fuck? Nobody is interested in your mind in ISIS. Um, this is pretty horrible. So there were two teenage girls that ran away from their homes in Austria uh, to join ISIS. Um, they ran away. They joined ISIS. And then at some point, they were like, Wait, fuck, ISIS. <laughs> like, Whoops. Yeah. That's a terrible decision. And they fucking, one of them tried to bail on it because, you know, ISIS. Oh, my God. And they beat her to death. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible, tragic story because it's a fucking stupid teenager, right? Yeah. Like fucking stupid teenage kids. We don't have any fucking idea what we're doing. We just think we know everything about what we're fucking doing. That's, a, that's what lies at the heart of being a teenager. But, like, the stakes were not that high when I was fucking doing stupid shit to piss off my folks. I know. Right? Gosh, yeah. And it says here, it says, upon their arrival, and this is directly from the news.com.au article. It says, upon their arrival, the two girls were immediately married to a pair of jihadist fighters whom they lived with for two months under the same roof. She said, the girls moved out with each each of their husbands into separate homes with uh, Sabina and her soldier living in a three-bedroom apartment. So basically, as soon as they got there, like they went away with like one of the boyfriends. Like One of them had a boyfriend, it sounded like. Yeah. And then they went down there just to be like, hey, I'm fucking a kid and I want to go down and whatever. And then sure. they, they were wearing the hijab and you know, sort of getting into it. And it sounds like somebody was just like, oh, hey, you got some hot women? I'll just take them. Because down there, women don't mean anything. Right. They're, the just, thing is they're, property. Just, they're just property. So they just got fucking confiscated. Yep. And then they got handed back out because, again... They're fucking currency down there. Yeah, right. And you just, you know, and the thing is, is like, that's not, that's not, a, that's, there, there's nothing there that, that stretches the imagination, right? No, right. You see what they're doing. Somebody sent us a story this week that ISIS is like shoving poles up people's oh, asses. Oh, God, I saw that. And it's like, and ki- like killing them in a way where they, they sh- I don't know what to call, but they shove a pole up your ass Dude, and it comes out your mouth. That's pre-medieval. Exactly. It's, it's, it's horrifying. It's, it's horrifying beyond belief, Right. But this isn't something I'd put past that government, right? They cut people's head off. They kill dozens and dozens of people in brutal, brutal ways. They they take women into sex slavery all the time. They capture women and do this constantly. This isn't a new thing. This isn't a thing that you should be shocked about. This is something where you think if you go there, you should expect. You shouldn't be shocked at all by this. It's not a defect of their ideology. It is a feature of their exactly. ideology. Exactly. It's a feature. It's so... So it's not like it's not like this is not aberrant. Like let's let's talk about this in terms of like cultural relativism, right? Like, you know, uh, this is not this is not a uh, situation where it's like, well, you know, I mean, maybe it's okay to treat women as chattel and force them into sex slavery. And that's all you want. Yeah, right. Like maybe maybe that's okay in some parts of the world. It's fucking just never it's okay. never okay. You know, so it's never okay. The the thing is that we have an obligation to teach people that it's never okay, right? Because clearly there are people in the world who think that it is okay. And you got to fix that, right? You got to fix that problem. There's a gap there where you have to say like, no, no, that's not okay. Look, (laughs) none of this is okay. All of the things, like literally look around all the things you're doing. 
Stop all of them. Yeah, totally not okay. The only thing that you're doing now that you can continue doing is pooping. Yeah. That is it. That's the only thing. And that's amoral. That's not, not even, even sure about well, the we're breathing. A little, we're worried about that. They, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even sure about the breathing, actually. All so. of that is wrong. Yep. Objectively wrong. Yep. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop doing that. Go lay down. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, the thing is, is that we look at what the cause is. And people will say there's two camps, right? The one side is our camp, which is... Clearly, the religion is giving them justification for this. Sure. And then there's the other side that's like, oh, no, it's cultural, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just misreading. If it is religion, it's misreading a religion. But I think it's the religion's fault even still. So let's take another example, a holy American pie example of the Westboro Baptist Church. Sure. That's a group of fucking degenerates who reads a, a book that everybody thinks is the truth and they get the worst shit out of it, and then they spread the worst shit they can yeah, find. Right. Okay, So they find the worst shit in what everybody considers the word of God, and then they spread that stuff. And when we look at them, I don't ever think, you know, boy, what a bunch of losers uh, are separate from the Bible. I think, boy, what a bunch of losers that use the Bible to their advantage, and it's the Bible's fault for being so fucking open-ended yeah, right. that it has the shit in there that they can clearly cite that says it's okay to stone a homosexual. Yeah, right. Yeah, the thing is, like, how are you going to arrive at that conclusion that that you would it would never occur to you to like hurl stones at fucking homosexuals unless there was something that had planted that idea in your mind, and then yeah. and then you had this whole. Uh, a community of people that helped to foster and grow these terrible, fucking mean-spirited, bigoted, bronze century ideas, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, it's got to. It's got to come from somewhere. It it starts from somewhere, and then it grows. And maybe you know, some if if I'm if I'm a, a biblical expert or an expert on the Quran or whatever, I'd be like, well, that's not really what was meant. Well, fucking doesn't make this girl less dead. Yeah, uh, is it, she less dead? Is is that some kind of fucking comfort to her or her family? Like, oh. When they beat her to death for what they thought were religious reasons, when they were actually stomping her fucking young skull in, it wasn't for religious reasons. No, it was just, yeah. Oh, it was cultural it was, misunderstanding. And they misunderstood the book. But here's uh, the thing. Here's what also sells it. It's the word of God. Right. So it doesn't matter whether or not it's right or wrong right. or misreading of any of the books. It's still going to sell it to the next guy. Right. And, and because we all agree yep. or most of us agree that it's the infallible word of fucking God that we're all just going to fucking blindly. We're going to take it on a next level of validity. We're going to say that it's it's more valid than what a, a, a person would say. We're saying, you know what? I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Right. Because it's the word of God. And if I feel like something in here doesn't ring true. I can't question it because the authority figure told me that an ultimate authority figure yeah. said it. And they, in this culture, if you question the word of God, you get killed. Nobody likes that. Nobody is pro getting Jesus, killed. Jesus, talk about a safe space. Right? <laughs> My goodness. That's not a microaggression. That's, that's a real aggression. We believe we're moving into a supernatural season where, if needed, God will multiply food. I have seen... God multiplied food more than one time when I was cooking. I mean, when my kids were little, they were always bringing their friends into the house. And I remember, you know, spooning out spaghetti or whatever, just praying in the spirit over that. And God just made more and more and more. You know, I, I've seen oil multiply as I was praying for the sick. I've seen uh, bottles of oil just fill up about a cup at a time of oil. So this story comes from ABC7.com. <laughs> Um, Pope Francis's kiss shrinks baby girl's inoperable tumor, parents say. And I, I, I read this, and my, my first thought was, well, maybe all those priests are trying to cure testicle cancer. You know? <laughs> They're just, just giving a little kiss, just a little snug. You know? Hey, yeah. look, you know what? Hey, when we're done... You'll never have fucking colon cancer. Here's the thing. It makes it smaller. So if you kiss a baby dick, will it get tiny, tiny? Like it gets like a fucking micro penis when they get older? That's what happened to me. (laughs) I love that the Pope could walk up and just like, like kiss somebody's face. And then the fucking tumor goes down. Like, why right. Why don't we fucking squeeze the pulp and make non-cancer juice then? What the fuck? Somebody, it's, uh, so like, is it in his saliva or is it just in his good intentions? Like, I don't know. Like, what do is we there any way to harvest his good intentions? I, don't know what I, have to I do. will harvest them. 
Why did why why is his good intentions not spread worldwide? Like, uh, no kidding, right? Like, it's just like I'm sure he kissed like people who were sick. Otherwise, like did he did he ever kiss somebody and then get a cold himself? Was he like oh my, it's that's so counting backwards. the hits, right? It's so counting the hits. Even if it is a hit, which you don't even I mean they, the, the doctors aren't aren't saying that it is, but it did. They 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 do show two different before and after tumors, and I'm sure tumors fluctuate in size. I don't know a lot about. Side. I don't know anything about. I don't know a lot MRIs about. And brain here's the thing: tumors. I don't know a lot about stuff. Period. Right. In general, I don't know a lot about stuff. I will agree, stuff is not your thing. But I presume that there, you know, that you could take a picture of something and then take a picture of it again, and it changes. It's not like it's a fucking. It's just like here's a static size of a thing. I don't know if that's true, but again, it just feels like it feels like what you're doing is you're saying. This thing caused this other thing. Right. When clearly the woman is, I mean, is she in treatment at this point? I don't because know. Because she's they, in a hospital, right? They don't even mention whether she's in treatment, right? She's in a hospital. Yeah. They, don't even, they don't even talk about whether she's in treatment. They don't talk about what could have caused it. But even if, even if. It's an even, inoperable, but that doesn't mean it's untreatable, right? Right. Right, inoperable means you can't operate on it, right? You can't get in there and yeah, fucking carve it out. Because when you do, the buzzer goes off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> bang, and it fucking it sucks. And then your nose goes red. It's just terrible. Here's the thing. This is still weak sauce, even if it's 100% true. Even if a pope was blessed by God. Oh, oh listen to us That's talk. a ridiculous Jesus fucking Christ. thing. Jesus Christ. What if, am I doing with my Saturday? <laughs> God damn it. Could fucking give you a fucking brain tumor smooch or whatever. Like it... That's I'm a it. plus four level cleric. I know. <laughs> like, that's it. That's your magic power. You get yeah. one. Like, you can't, like, go to a whole hospital and cure the whole hospital. Yeah. You can't wave your arm and cure all the burn victims in the burn unit. You can't be like, abracadabra, you got a new leg or <laughs> <Exactly>. something. <laughs> Instead, you get one shot at fucking smooching a little girl. And it, doesn't even, it doesn't even make it to go away. It's, it's just, just smaller. It's it. It's like, I can't. Well, I didn't want to give him too much magics. Them's my magics. It's kind of got. I only got a little magic. <laughs> he can make cards disappear. <laughs> he does coin tricks. I, I gave all that to David Blaine. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> he, he's I, like he's like a white wearing David Copperfield. <laughs> and you know, there doesn't mean that there aren't groups of people in this country that uh, you know that I have sympathy for. I do. And there are kids that were brought into this country by their parents unknowing that they were breaking the law. And they will say to me and others who defend the rule of law, we have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, For everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. This guy's still in it. Is this guy still in it? He's in it to win it. Jesus (laughs) Christ! You gotta be in it. This guy's amazing because he's just like his whole platform is just can we kill the gays? Like that's all his platform is. (laughs) I know. Like at least at least Trump sprinkles in some racism (laughs) once in a while. This guy is a one-trick pony. He is so mean. Like, Mike Huckabee is so – and he's just – he's so obviously not going to win anything. Like, this guy – how is he going to win anything? So he's in Iowa, um, and he's fucking just making – he's just flat out making things up at this point. So we actually covered a story a long time ago um, about, a, about a family in Germany – that they they sought political asylum here in the states and like yeah we want to fucking homeschool our kids and Germany was like yeah that's not a fucking thing because yeah. we're a real country and you know we don't hold guns to kids' heads here to learn right just so you know it's not how it works yeah. and so they were like well let us come to America and it was like mm, I don't know if that's really gonna happen but like yeah, I don't right know. right and so Huckabee though is spinning the whole thing saying that like every Christian believer should be livid over the fact and this what he says this week the Justice Department was there actually? Is there a video? There is. There's audio for this. Oh, let's just hear just him fucking. Let's hear him. He's got a giant pumpkin in front of him, and you can barely tell the difference between the pumpkin and his head. <laughs> so, look at how wholesome that is. And one thing I think I'd like to see is the president to fight for the right of families to be involved in their kids' schools. There is a case right now in East Tennessee that ought to make every Christian believer in this country absolutely livid. Is that the one where the kid gets almost shot and put in a chicken coop or no? No, no, that's that's the uh, homeschooling America style. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is... <laughs> guns, guns, guns! <laughs> this, is, this is the example he makes up out of whole cloth oh, that isn't actually happening. I right. see. It is the Ramiki family 
They came here from Germany seeking asylum. Oh, here I thought he was going to say they were Syrian, but no, no that's not no, it. No, okay. we don't care about that. That's fair. Yeah, we okay, don't even that's discuss fair. them. That's yeah. fair. Because they were going to have their kids taken away from them in Germany because they homeschool their kids in Germany. Germany wouldn't allow it. And the German government was going to take their kids from their very stable, very solid Christian home. So the Ramiki family took asylum to America where they would be able to educate their kids at home. Their kids are doing great. I've met their kids. I met their kids. I can't understand a fucking word they say. They speak German, which I think is rude. That's part two of our conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, the Justice Department of the United States started deportation process against the Ramiki family to send them back to Germany, which will take their kids from them. The very week the president wants to bring Syrian refugees to America and import them, he wants to deport a Christian family. Yeah, the best part is there's literally no evidence that any of that is true. What happened is they applied for asylum. They were like, they were like, mm, that's not really how you get asylum. And then later on, the Department of Homeland Security said that they would be granted indefinite deferred action status, which basically means like, look, you can stay here. You don't get asylum because... Really, bro? Yeah. Asylum from Germany? No, Are you kidding thing. me? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but okay, you can hang out here all you want. Nobody's deporting them. There's fucking no evidence that anybody is seeking to deport these people. Also, isn't he isn't he doing the classic pit and Anglo against someone who's Muslim? Like, isn't he like where he's saying, "Oh, well, we support the we deport the Anglo person." Oh, right. We, yeah. But then we right. But we open arms except the brown people, and these fucking brown people are taking <laughs> over the country. Like, I mean, isn't that what he's implicitly saying with right. that bullshit? Right. right. We're just like, oh yeah, yeah. In Germany, did they have their house explode and like mm. everyone want to kill them? Did that happen there? Because I probably didn't happen there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why are you comparing the what? two? Because it's look, God look. damn! It's like you fucking you live in a city that looks like Rubbleopolis. It's fucking. <laughs> there's nothing left. There's fucking nothing left. They're bombing. They're dropping barrel bombs on people. People are dying every day. You have a chance of dying like a million more times than I have. And then they and they get on a fucking rickety ass boat <laughs> where motherfuckers poke fucking holes in them and hope they drowned in the middle of the right, water. Right. And right. then and you're gonna say. Oh, they're fucking do. What are they gonna do over here? Fucking brown people. Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. He's a terrible. God, I can't believe someone person. does that. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> do you not? I mean, do you not fucking look at what is happening? Is he? Does he have such fucking blinders on that he can't tell the difference between someone who lives in a stable country and someone who lives in a fucking pit of hell and they want to leave can he not fucking tell the difference he wants to compare the two yeah but but here's here is and i believe this is true i think people look at the refugees and they genuinely think it's your fault you live like that it's your fault for being muslim and for being poor or not poor enough and being brown it's your fucking fault because we have this fucking stupid fucking idea that we should be proud of our heritage. We should be proud of where we live. That where we live speaks to our character, right? That, like, I'm proud to be German. I'm proud to be American. And if you're a fucking born Muslim, which is just fucking sheer random chance that you happen to be born in fucking Syria, right? You had fucking nothing to do with yeah, the fact nothing. that you were born yeah. in fucking Syria. You should be fucking ashamed, and that's your country, and you should fucking live in that shithole, and you should die in that shithole, and you should starve and have your fucking family explode, and somehow it's your fucking fault that all of this shit is happening yeah, to you. Yeah, that's and, totally And they fucking it. believe that I shit. can't believe that he could compare the two. Just be like, oh yeah, they're the exact same thing. <laughs> if you do not believe that there is a war on the Christian faith in this country that is being carried out by this administration, look no further than the education system. Can can we talk ag- again about that rush to victimhood you were talking right. about earlier? I mean, isn't this exactly what we we're talking about? Where he's, he's, not, he's not talking about anything about this. What he's saying is he's saying, look, fucking, they're attacking us, and I feel real bad about it. <laughs> I know, right? Don't you feel real bad even though there's no attack whatsoever? Right. That they're fucking that that none of the things I said were even remotely true. fucking true. Right. And I feel real sad. Yeah. Bro. I, I got the boo hoos. Super sad. I got a fucking boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking twat waffle. <laughs> Because it's happening in our country. Or not. And the president may not <laughs> or just take not. responsibility for educating the kids K through 12 and coming up with the curriculum. 
but by gosh, he ought to have an attorney general that will fight for mother and father to have the right to educate their children in the best way for no, them. Why? What? No, you get fucking. What are you talking about? You get education like a, a Christian, Muslim, atheist, fucking Jew, pastafarian doesn't make any fucking difference. You get to go to school. You get to go K through 12. It doesn't fucking cost you fucking anything but registration fees, which even those are waived with a hardship waiver. The only thing is fucking and even that you can bypass. You can homeschool. All, and even this example is nonsense. All of it's fucking garbage. Yeah. It's all lies. Yeah. It's all just lying. Well, the thing is, is that all you have to do is just say it within a conviction and all these right. people will clap right. because they don't. The thing is, like, if you're in front of me and you're saying this stuff, may, I might believe it, too. I might sure. be like, holy you shit. Time to fact check I, I don't have time to fact check that shit. Fucking are they really deporting a person who just wanted fucking just to teach their kids at home? That's horrible. And I agree with him. You know what I mean? If it was a real thing and they were like, yeah, they put the fucking deportation paper. You know what? That's some bullshit. They should be able to stay here. The fuck? Why would that? Here's the thing. I, I'm okay with the Syrians coming here too. Right. Like, yeah. I'm okay with both. Can I be okay with both? <laughs> no. How would you have a dichotomy of us versus them God if you damn. were okay with both? You're not painting anyone as a villain, damn it. <laughs> painting fucking Huckabee as a villain because he's already orange. <laughs> Want to contact the guys? Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash DissonancePod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story is actually a variation on a theme that we covered a fucking 115 Jesus years Christ. ago. It's from CNN. Um, and I, I, we're rerouting it here because it's still fucking happening. How is it still happening? I don't even know. So the, the title of the article is Were Fake Bomb Detectors Used by Hotel Security in Sharm El Sheikh? Um, unbelievable. This, th there were these fucking garbage detectors. They were just, they were nothing detectors is what they yeah. were. They were fucking hopes and dreams and unicorn farts detectors. They're just, what they were is dowsing rods that were affixed. Yes. It's like trying to detect bombs with a fucking twister spinner to <laughs> see whether or not you know, like you, you hit it, you're like, oh fuck, there's a bomb on orange. Dude, it is, it is it is as bad as flipping a coin. It, yeah. I'm being like, oh, let's see if this car has a bomb on it. Heads, tails, tails, there's no bomb. Well, heads, okay. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 these were sold in Iraq uh, during, I think, the first invasion. I don't remember. After the, I, I, we've invaded Iraq so many times. We're about to do it again. I think I can't even tell. Like we we fucking invaded them so many times. We literally had baseball cards about. It. Yeah, it's like you it's going to be quarters in a fucking football <laughs> game. Like, what is this? Was that the third quarter when he threw the touchdown? When uh, was that? It's hard to tell. Yeah. So, but like they were selling these fucking garbage things, and the guy who sold them got. He got in He got like he in got, jailed. I, I thought he was in jailed. Yeah, yeah is that a <laughs> word? I think we just made that they up. Got That's in jail. All right, yeah. this bump. Oh, what? Oh, in jail. In jail's a thing now. <laughs> so he got he got put away because yeah. he sold some fucking some shoddy. <laughs> and, you know, what do you want to say, shoddy? Because shoddy, <laughs> shoddy, shoddy <laughs> makes it it presumes a functionality of some they sort. Right. It it's like <laughs> it's like he sold a box of turds for Wheaties. Like they're just not a thing, man. <laughs> These bomb detectors, like to watch people walking around, is fucking. It is. It's like two like shitty little metal rods attached to a thing with a beeper on it. Like it had yeah. a nine volt battery and a hope inside. And it just it. fucking beeped once in a while. If you found a bomb with that thing, it was purely by exactly. accident. It's like a blind squirrel finding a nut. You know what I mean? Like it's just like maybe it happens once in a while, but you don't get it on film very often. And they're still being sold. People are still yeah. walking around like, I, I, can you imagine? Like somebody's like, well, let me check and see if there's a bomb. You would probably want to trust that. Well, this is what this is the the problem is is that they're still using it. And the Metro Jet Flight nine ninety two sixty eight that fucking explodinated. Right. That's that, that was checked with these with these. Yeah, it was, yeah, which means it was not checked. Right. Because this is just it's just garbage as somebody who's profiteering off of the misery of other human. You beings. might as well wave a fucking homemade magic wand over that. You, you know what this truly is? This is truly somebody saying, 
I'm willing to blow somebody up for money. Yeah. I don't I give so I don't give a shit. Little I don't of a give fuck. a shit what happens to you. I don't care. Yep. I, I just put two pieces of plastic and a piece of metal together and attached a fucking nine volt battery. Yep. Feed me money, motherfucker. Right. That's like that's you have to be a fucking cold ass motherfucker to sell that. You have to be able to look somebody in the eye and be like, when your wife is ripped in half by shrapnel, yeah. and that's my fault. Just know that it lined my pockets just and know made me feel good. That I dove Scrooge McDuck style <laughs> into the pile of money I made off of this before they carted me away to a deserved prison sentence. I was jerking off to porn of your wife's decapitated body <laughs> with fucking... Okay, you crossed the line. With you cross of money. You crossed the line. You crossed the line. Congratulations. Way to go. Uh, 262 episodes and finally I've wow. done it. Oh, you work, it's like awesome. working toward a goal, you know what I mean? It's like a PR. We've all got to do something, yeah. you know? Allah Akbar, Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, just little Allah. Thank you, Chicago. <laughs> this is pretty, uh, this is pretty crazy. So, <laughs> can I just say how sad the guy looks in this? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and here's the thing. I would look sad if they sentenced me to death for fucking apostasy too. Super sad. Oh yeah. I would feel totally sad. <laughs> I would be like, really? Uh, uh I don't feel like that should be a thing. It's from the independent. Uh Ashraf Fayyad. I'm probably mispronouncing that. That's terribly. probably totally right. Uh Saudi Arabia to sue. I like that sue is in quotations. <laughs> Twitter user describing Palestinian poet's death sentence as ISIS-like. I will go on the air and say, it is ISIS-esque? Yeah. I don't know. Is that... Are you going <laughs> to sue me? Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia has some... Fight. They're fucking padded well with lawyers. That's right? all I'm saying. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Well, what's the standing for that suit in an American court? Oh, no. They'd be like... You know, yeah, be like, I, hey, you've been served. Come to Saudi Arabia. Like, fucking get your judgment against me. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking out of fucks to give. Yeah. You couldn't fucking hand me a piece of paper that fucking had any combination of words. <laughs> That would get me to go to Saudi Arabia. It could be like Saudi Arabia is literally now your country. We've named it Thomasstan. <laughs> Everything there is yours. You can rule it as you see fit. We abdicate control. I'd be like, mm, pass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Now go ahead. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'd rather eke out my miserable middle class yeah, existence exactly. in middle yeah. America. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks for coming. That's fucking great. I wonder, you know, if they brought that suit to the United States, though, you could, I think you're allowed to walk up while they're on the witness stand and tap your dick in their face. <laughs> and be like, whap, 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 until they say, we're sorry. We made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I would wipe my ass with the service paperwork. Oh, gosh. Like, Fuck well, off. The, the thing is, is like, it's not ISIS-like. It's not ISIS-esque. It's exactly what ISIS is doing. <laughs> it's literally it's no fucking difference. literally the same thing. <laughs> like if we can, there's fucking no difference in what you're doing and what ISIS is doing. Right. And here's what you're doing. The wrong fucking thing. <laughs> Real easy. All you got to do is look at me like, oh, is it the wrong thing? Yeah, it's the wrong thing. <laughs> it's exactly. Put it in the ISIS bucket. <laughs> it's the same thing. It is the exact same thing. Like, what, is, what exactly is the difference between beheading somebody for apostasy in Saudi Arabia and beheading somebody for apostasy in Syria? Right. Like, what location, location, <laughs> location? <laughs> Are we selling real estate now? When you, when you do it in Saudi Arabia, you're wearing nicer clothes. Right, that's yeah. it. Yeah, well, we, we put them through a trial with a fucking kangaroo court of Sharia. We, we used to have a hand chopper offer machine, <laughs> but we were afraid the robots were taking human jobs, so... <laughs> We've outsourced that to the Philippines. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like this is a this is a poet. Like this is a guy who's like, I write words in a fancy way. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's like, well, we can't have that. Oh, it's a bad day for you, bro. And like, like we talked about with with Eli. Like this is just chicken shittery, is what it is. It's yeah. fear based. It like is. this is it is. This is you're a goddamn fear fucking shitty fucking coward is what you are you just want to shut the conversation exactly down. you want to shut it down you want to you want to you want to silence not only this person but anybody else who decides to raise their head later to say hey right i still disagree with the same way that guy disagrees nobody nope. else is going to do that because it'd be like i really like my face where it is i like the way that it's my like, neck and my it's kind of right <laughs> over my body which is right where it was my whole right. life i don't want to be ichabod yeah. right like i would 
like to be able to cross bridges exactly. without invitation. I'd like, I'd like not to wear a pumpkin on my face because I already have a pumpkin for my face. <laughs> So we are joined again by Eli from God Awful Movies and Scathing Atheist. Eli, uh, if people have never heard of God Awful Movies and haven't heard the podcast, could you explain it? So God Awful Movies, each week we watch a different uh, religious movie uh, and we, we mystery science theater it. We watch it and then we, we make fun of it for an hour, hour and a half on our show. And we've done everything from Left Behind with Kirk Cameron to Left Behind with Nicolas Cage. We just did the four... <laughs> Four movie image of the beast series. We've done God's Not Dead, and you can check it out every every week. We put out a different episode where we make fun of movie. We've had some absolutely fantastic guests on, and we basically we go on and we just we, we it's an entirely comedy podcast, and we we just make fun of the movie of the week. Wait, have you done any YouTube only movies? Because I know that the religious have- do do a lot of YouTube only, right? Yeah, we've done two YouTube only. We did Miracle Man. That sounds which like is it's good. <laughs> a retelling of the Christ story that was a sci-fi made-for-TV miniseries that got turned into a movie when sci-fi was like, nope, too bad. We don't wait a minute, want this. Wait a minute. Sci-fi. sci-fi. The channel that has yeah. like Sharkpedo. Giant spider. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. This is, yeah. like a, this is a channel that has actually two Sharknado movies, right? Yeah. And then at some yeah. point Sci- you're like, uh... So uh, I've made this movie. They're like, mm, it's not a Sharknado, bro. It doesn't rise to the level <laughs> no, of a Sharknado. Sorry, now, this isn't the great big spider quality we're looking for. Does a Sharknado get crucified in it? Because yeah, we'll exactly. watch it. <laughs> so they, basically, they got turned down for sci-fi. We did that movie. It's terrible. We've done International Gorilla J, which of course is the one of the only uh, one of the only Muslim movies out there. Um, that's like a crazy movie made for uh, Muslims, um, but is really absolutely fucking crazy. It is it. The plot of the movie is three young Muslims go to kill Salman Rushdie, who has a secret island lair in which he traps, Wait, and, traps and beheads Muslims. And it ends with them three magical. Huh, Summoning three magical flying Korans, which lightning him to death, he catches on fire and dies. That's the and it's it's I, that's not the beginning of how crazy that fucking that sounds movie amazing. Is. Okay, now. what is this movie called? International Gorillas. You can find it's free on YouTube. We did an that episode. Actually, on it. like a really good. It's movie. fucking awesome. Yeah. It's at, there's at one point in the movie, and this is true. At one point in the movie, they all jump out to kill Solomon Rushdie, and they're dressed like Batman. <laughs> All the characters are dressed like Batman, and they never acknowledge it. No one talks about it. It's not a thing. They're just all wearing Batman costumes, and I fucking I had a hernia. I for a week I was just like, why would they dress like Batman? Why would they be dressed like Batman? Why? And it's not. And none of it is tongue in cheek either. It's not like a hey, look wow. at this fun thing. It's all one hundred percent serious. So yeah, we've done God's Not Dead. Uh, we've done Miracle Man, Image of the Beast. We did all four of those movies. We did War Room, which is the recent movie, number one movie in America that came out. <laughs> Horrible movie. So you can check that out every week. Are any of them any good? Have you watched one? I'm curious. Have you watched one where you've been like, all right, all joking aside, that wasn't too bad of a movie. Or are they all shit? No, not, not <laughs> even one. I mean, we, pre, we pre-screen them to make sure they're terrible. <laughs> there you um, go. And we've, we've had movies that we've been like, oh, let's try this one. And then we've watched it and been like, nah, man, that's just a horror movie. Like, that, that's not yeah, religious. Okay. They just want to – they just – it's a demon. <laughs> Come on. Can't use the exorcist. When we, we, used to, we used to have a, a movie review podcast uh, a while back, and, and we found that – what it did to us was make us hate movies. Oh, yeah, so much. Um, and the oh. reason why is because, uh, one, it feels like homework when you have to watch a movie that you don't want to watch. Even if it is a good movie, even if it is a movie that people, like, rave about, it's one of those movies that you, it, you're like, I don't want to watch it, though. I just want to, like, fucking geek out and play video games. Instead, i got to watch right. this movie. And then you have to talk about it. We found that more than, uh, more than anything, it ruined our love for movies more than anything else. Do you think that you're in danger of that with this? Uh, I do not. I have. I, I said this before. I I was a high school bully, so I have inf- not physically, but emotionally. I have infinite physical capacity to make fun of other people. 
It's my <laughs> gift. Awesome. It's, like, it's, it's my. I'm it's like your a, mutant power. I, it's like how Goku yeah. can make a spirit bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I can make fun of other people. It's your mutant power. If, infinite... if Professor X came by, he'd be like, "Oh, we... he'd be like, Eli, come quickly. There's a kid at the school who's a little heavy set. Like, I'm coming, Professor. Quick, somebody feels good about themselves. Yeah. Destroy them. I mean, I'm on my way. By the way, I would crush it as an X-Man. And show up and I'd be like, oh, you can bend metal? You can bend metal? So you're like a little buckyball then, huh? That's your power? You're a buckyball? Uh, Put on some fucking clothes. Uh, I can see your vag. <laughs> blue lady. You done, oh, I'm blue so people can't see my labia? I can see your labia. You're gross. You're gross. I'd still hit it. Though. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I could have taken out the Morlocks. No need to cut out a girl's heart, Storm. Just send me down to the Morlocks. They'll all be in a counselor's office <laughs> in 20 minutes. Rocking back and forth, hugging themselves. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the Titus Andronicus of, of the Morlocks. <laughs> so you do. Uh, you, you are a part of the Scaling Atheists as well. What do you do for that show? So I do the – they bring me in for the, the Bible wrap-ups and uh, we'll, we, uh, all sorts of occasional things. They'll bring me in to talk. I ran for Pope. Uh, when the most recent pope oh, was nice. elected, I wasn't allowed. Uh, I ran for president this year. Mm. Uh, I'm also on the skeptocrat. They have me do. We do uh, all the de- uh, all of the debates except for the last two. We've done debate wrap ups of, so you can hear uh, us making fun of the candidates for the first two Republican debates as well as the first uh, Democratic primary as well. That sounds exhausting, given the number of candidates on the Republican side. It just oh, it was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> the the it is one of my favorite shows. Everyone's got like a favorite thing they've ever done. One of my favorite shows that we've ever done is the first Democratic primary. Is just dealing with that fucking clown car and getting to and getting to rip on them for a while. So on the right, I'm curious. And, and you know, you've got you've got the I don't know fucking two dozen candidates on the right on the right, right. and really everybody is uh, initially when Trump. When Trump entered the field, the conversation was, "Oh, it's a you know, it's it's not going to happen. It's a flash in the pan. It's a distraction." Oh, I'm so excited! He's going to win, and he's probably he's, gonna gonna win. Win. he's not going to be president, no, right. but he is going to win the Democratic. He's going to win the Republican. I, I'm primary. right there with you. Like, I mean, I know that. Like, oh. I, I know that. Like, Nate Silver says that's way too. It's premature to even have that conversation. Fuck you, Nate Silver. <laughs> Fuck Nate Silver. He doesn't know. Listen, I will call you when I need math, <laughs> not opinions. The moment it's time to start calculating districts, you step right the fuck in. Right now, you shut your whore mouth, Nate Silver. Because he's not working off numbers now. Now he's just like, who wants to know what Nate Silver thinks? Zero people. Zero people. I don't want to know your fucking sandwich order until it's time to do use a calculator. You little nerd. So yeah, no, they're wrong. He's going to win. The, he goes up in points every time he says stuff. Every time he says something, people like him more. because he's a. And this is the other thing, too, that pisses me off about Trump. Everybody's like, I don't know where. He's a mirror. He's a mirror on America, and we need to admit it. Because we're, we're a country full of stupid, racist idiots. Most of us are stupid, evil, racist idiots, and he's a reflection of that. That's why they like him. Because it's like, yeah, speak some fucking English. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I live in New York City. I live in a nice little bubble of liberalism. And I hope that Bernie wins because he's going to give everyone a marijuana and a gun. Great. Good. I love it, but that's not the country we live in. And he's going to win the primary. He's going to lose the election. He's going to lose the election because brown people get to vote. But he's, yeah, he's going to win yeah. the primary, and it's going to be phenomenal because he's going to debate Hillary. He's going to debate Hillary. I haven't wanted to watch a fight so much since I heard that Reza Aslan and Sam Harris were on the same staircase. <laughs> I've never wanted to watch it. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath. Uh. She's just going to – what's she going to do? She's going to sit there and be like, I'm going to let him talk and then be president. Yeah. Good for me. <laughs> I know. She'll turn her fucking mic off is what she'll do. Right, yeah, exactly. She just, just leans in. just keep pass. digging and digging and digging. And, and, and Tom said – you know, while, while you said the, the brown people, Tom said, yeah, and women get to vote too. Yeah, and women get to vote. And Turns women get to vote. And handicapped people get to vote. And century. Muslims get to vote. He wants them to have IDs, like Hitler, like a bad guy in a comic book. <laughs> he wants everyone to have. And of all, and of all the presidential candidates, he's the one who can afford the mountain lair, though. Admittedly. Yeah, exactly. That is true. Listen, if Donald Trump goes full Bonville, now I personally believe he is a Democratic sleeper cell. I think he is 100% he's a like Democratic the- sleeper cell. And he was hanging out with Hill Dog and Bill in the <laughs> 90s, and they were like, Hey, man, um, I got a favor to ask of you. And he was like, sure, what do you want? And they were like, listen, you have all the money in the world. We want you to just fuck the Republican Party. Can you drive it into the ground? And he was like, mm, let me see. <laughs> Celebrity Apprentice Season 1. 
And at the end of this election, when Hill Dog is president, or Bernie's president, hopefully, but I'm fine with either of them, and when the Democrat's president, he's going to have a press conference, he's going to rip off his wig and be like, yeah, I'm bald also. You're all fucking idiots. <laughs> and I'm a billionaire, so there's no consequences. It is astonishing. There's no consequences. I can't believe you believed what I said. You're all monsters. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to go live on an island. Bye. Exactly. He's like, it's like the end of a Scooby-Doo where they pull his mask off yeah. and be like, I was you it's the Mr. whole time. <laughs> right. If, if they pull off Trump's face and he's Hillary Clinton, <laughs> that's a fucking genius. I, I would have gotten away from it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> it, it is genuinely astonishing to me. And I, and I mean this in, in every sense of the word. It is astonishing that we're actually at a point where he can't say anything more fucking offensive he's making he's no. making fun he, of disabled people he, he's like bruh, bruh, he has to <laughs> eat a baby live on stage and the first comment underneath that youtube video will be well that baby is going looked like it was approaching him from the angle <laughs> all lives matter <laughs> except for that babies of course finally that someone has the courage to eat a baby you know i'm yeah. tired of these right. finally, career politicians that don't eat babies what we're all thinking that babies are delicious <laughs> So fuck it, but I uh, but I do object when people are like, "Oh my god, he's not gonna, he's not a, I don't know where he comes from." It's like he comes from yeah. us. That yeah, is true. true. That is true. The, yeah. It's like when people look at their own shit and they're like, "I didn't eat that." Yes, you <laughs> fucking did. That's where it came from. That's America's. He's just America's corn-filled yeah. <laughs> he's shit. A, he's the yeah, is exactly what's left in the bowl after right. a really bad yeah. night of tacos. Yeah. I don't know why there's blood in there. Did you eat Chipotle four <laughs> days in a row? Yeah, I ate Chipotle four. That's why there's blood in there. Because your colon's screaming at you. <laughs> so, uh, so if people were going to find your podcast, Eli, where would they look? So they can look at it. They can find all of the podcasts on iTunes. Uh, God awful movies on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, wherever podcasts live. You can also find Scathing Atheist and The Skeptocrat. Um, you can find all the episodes that I'm on there. Uh, but if you want to hear me, lots and lots of me, God Awful Movies is the one that I'm the co-host of where I'm on every episode. And you can check that out. Again, iTunes and check that out as well. Thanks for joining us today, Eli. It's been really great. And if anybody has oh, any, any uh, angry social justice word email, send it to Eli, please. No, no, no. Send it to them so that they'll have me back on so I can fuck up the recording again. Now, that would be That's fun. It. Send it to them. They'll compile an FAQ. We'll do a Sam Harris thing where I just answer all your we angry just get, emails we just that they had to filter through. for two hours. you just like, yeah. these people don't love me the way I want to be loved. Uh, okay, you all need to understand some things. First of all, I am heavy set for a reason. I come from big people. All right? Second of all, it's the holidays. The fact that I sound fat, you all need to check your broadcast. <laughs> awesome thanks so much for joining us man thanks bud thanks so much for having me guys so we want to thank eric molly sarah will mark royce tamara scott harrison local dairy council that's great uh tiani i don't know there's a j in it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Ron, it's pronounced by the Lake 23, uh, and by the Lake 23 has been tweeting at us for a very long time, so thank you for becoming a patron. Uh, Shane, Nathan, Adam, Casey, Matthew, it's either Mediogre, I think it's Mediogre. Mediogre is pretty Mediogre great, Mediogre sounds That's right. pretty funny. Uh, Gene, David, Dennis, Jake, Delina, Andy, Megan, Angry Black Rant. Hell yeah. <laughs> good podcast. Uh, Jamie, Mark, and Ed. Thank you all so very much. We've got a groundswell of support as usual. Uh, every week we've been getting a ton of people. So we want to thank everybody who's done, uh, who's donated to us. In the next, in the next couple of weeks we're going to give a large chunk of money to uh, what we think is probably going to be Doctors Without Borders. Uh, but we just wanted to let people know uh, we wanted to thank you all for your donations because uh, you're the ones who make this possible. You make this uh, the donation at Christmas time possible. So thank you. And I do want to point out if you go to our Patreon page um, and you see more fluctuations in our monthly donations that seem out of whack, it's because Patreon still can't figure out. <laughs> they still keep messing with our Patreon donation algorithm. So they're still messing with that. They have no idea what they're, they're doing. Like, these are, these are people who cannot are. find their ass with both hands. It's, it is astonishing. I'll navigate to it and it's like, wait, fucking what? And you can, yeah. they're just, uh, who knows what they're doing in the background yeah. there. Just know that we are grateful uh, to all of you. We also received some PayPal donations. Um, we got PayPal donations from Albert, 
from Donnie and from Shelly. So thank you very much. Um, we almost got a, a, a PayPal donation from Emily. Yeah. Um, but Emily put some keywords in there, uh, <laughs> such as Syrian and refugees. That's not a good. And it turns out, out um, that if you put certain keywords in there right, when you're sending right. money through wire transfer, it doesn't, you know, or an ACH style transfer like PayPal, it doesn't uh, it doesn't work out so well. So that got flagged. It got flagged and taken back. And so taken uh, back, so, so thank so. you for the intent, though. Emily. We love it. And if we you love do it. Get, thank you. If you get it to us before uh, before the uh, the time frame that we donate, we will make sure to donate that money for sure. So we got a message from uh, from Tim, and Tim sends us images of a looks like an ice cream bar in uh, in Australia, and uh, it's called Gay Time. It's amazing, Golden Gay Time. Go- it, it's a uh, it it does a, you know what it looks like? It looks like one of those. Uh, like the the cheap shitty Chocolate school eclair. ice cream, yeah, the eclair yeah, ones. right. Yeah. Like the the fucking ice cream of last resort, yeah. You know that you eat. <laughs> I know the, like, the, mm. the, the drumsticks gone, and then the bottle rocket pop or whatever that thing is right. gone. The American you're just, pop. You're eating this, and you're and you're still gonna eat it, you know? Because yeah. I mean, America. Sure. But yeah. you just you're not happy about it. You're like, yeah. mm, ah, you're fucking. only gonna eat like one box. Right. <laughs> it's got like that, and you're weird gonna be sad the whole time. <laughs> chalky. Well, you can't be sad because. According to the second image, and this is the greatest tagline, it's hard to have a gay time on your own. <laughs> That's very true. So awesome. That what That's a tagline. Great. Yeah. So I'll put an image for this uh, on this week's show notes. Um, this is episode two sixty two. We got a message. Uh, this is from Mark, and Mark uh, is said that you could get on the ground floor of the growing infidel extermination business. Uh, and, and there's, he's talking about ISIS help desk. <laughs> I like that so great. And the ISIS help desk, he has a he has a line for them. If you were to call the ISIS help desk, what would you hear, Tom? You've reached Islamic State, and your call is important to us. If you're having trouble with your suicide vest, press one. Trying to scramble your cell signal to avoid drone strikes, press two. Otherwise, please stay on the line, and the next available jihadi will assist you. All of our jihadists are torturing other customers right now. Please stay on the line, and the next available terrorist will be with you shortly. Uh, That's pretty it, great. It says thank you for your patience to say Allah Akbar. Uh, that, would be, that would be great. Um, also, it says in here, uh, in between, you missed this, it says uh, in italics, this is sort of like the screenwriting version of this to tell you that this is happening. Awful Muzak right. is there. And actually, I thought that was the person's name. Awful music. It's like, wasn't that like one of the emperors over there? You have reached awful music. (laughs) So we got a message from Kevin, and this is the most exciting part. Kevin likes our our work. Uh, He thinks it's fun. And uh, and, and he says, I'm your only listener in Malta. And I think that's amazing. Malta is like this this tiny little fort (laughs) city state that is like super old timey. And it's amazing. Like, I've always wanted to visit there. that is the greatest thing ever. Uh, they live in Malta. You got to take a picture of like, I don't know, like something Maltese, something like, like a, a falcon, falcon. <laughs> like a falcon or something. That's how they internet in Malta. They just have falcons <laughs> running like their all, gigabytes. Yeah, like around. where we use carrier pigeon, there they use falcons. Right. Uh, so we have uh, we have a message on cultural relativism from Troy Tom. So funny story for you guys. I'm sitting here at work and I look over to this packet. A local church is hosting an event of cultural experience of the developing world. This includes walking a mile to get water, sleeping on a bed of straw, and having six people to a room. I guess they forgot the parts where the town gets bombed to kill one terrorist, they get sold into sex trafficking rings, or they have to starve for a week because they only make $15 a day working at the soot farm. <laughs> soot farm. The soot farm made me laugh. Like, That's awesome. A soot farm. You know, I will say, I think... Um, I think there is some value to the to like get out of your own space sort of experiences. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's kind of great. It's better than just like give us some money and fucking we'll commiserate over Starbucks. You know what I mean? Like at least there's some attempt to uh, have something approaching a genuine. Experience. I like the idea of walking to get water. You know, there's a lot of people in the world that have to do that, right? Like that have to go really far, and that and that's such a big part of their day. That they can't do other things. Like they can't. Could you imagine if every day you had to go get, you know, 10 gallons of water and that was a, you know, let's say a, a 25 minute walk each way and then you had to do it twice? You know, you that's think like, I could walk like 25 minutes each way twice? 
I'm just saying, like, if the water was six meters away. Well, okay. That's All what right. I'm saying. Right. 25 right. meters for yeah. you, or 25 minutes for you. Fine. Because your rascal scooter can only push that much mass. Well, the problem is charging them in the developed world. You yeah. know, you got to get the solar panel charger for them, and it <laughs> just takes forever. We got a message uh, from uh, Joe, and Joe sent us an image uh, for saving Christmas that Joe photoshopped. So we're going to post this on this episode show notes, episode 261. <laughs> it has to do with Joshua Fuerenstein. Hey! Fuerenstein, isn't that a, uh, isn't that like that? First, that first-person shooter game, Fuerenstein's Castle. Yeah, Fuerenstein 3D. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, very popular back in the mid-90s. So we got a ton of messages about this, Tom. Uh, it looks like uh, Canadian whiskey. Uh, it's In particular, this Canadian whiskey is Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye. One, uh, this particular list's best whiskey of the year, uh, Jim Murray's 2006 Whiskeys of the Year. It's number one, this Canadian whiskey. Um, it's a rye that's made up in Canada. And a bunch of people are like, look, you fuckers are wrong. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, I want, I want to explain this guy's thought process behind this because I think this is important, right? I'm going to use an analogy. Uh, let's say you have an, un- an aunt, uh, aunt, aunt Millie, okay? And you go to Aunt Millie's house, and everybody has an Aunt Millie in their life, right? Where they go to their house. And Aunt Millie has concocted this fucking slop, right? So she's made, she's taken fucking condensed soup and like a fucking uh, French fried onions and like a fucking, uh, uh, she hasn't drained the green beans and she dumps that in there and she kind of stirs it all up and she presents this pile of vomit for you to taste. (laughs) And you just look at it and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with her? (laughs) And everything Aunt Millie makes is fucking foul and disgusting and you just just fucking want to kill yourself when you have to go over there and eat, right? (laughs) And so one day you show up and Aunt Millie has made box mix brownies and you taste one you know because you saw you see the thing a box mix it's like fucking duncan Hines. they're the fucking most generic garbage brownies you've ever had in your life but you taste one you're like oh shit oh these are actually made she didn't fucking add any fucking like crazy shit to it she didn't put any fucking uh you know whatever it is that she was gonna put in the ramen right. noodles or whatever <laughs> she was gonna <laughs> add to this fucking thing yeah. it's just a box mix fucking brownie and you're like these are really good. And she, and she says, oh, really? You like them? Oh, yeah, they're really good. And all you're trying to do is encourage her from making the garbage she has made <laughs> the rest of the time she's made it. That is what this is, people. Canada makes garbage whiskey. It's fucking – it's garbage juice. It's the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth. They finally fumble fuck their way into something that tastes halfway decent and it made best in the world and you fuckers are all jerking off over it. It's the worst whiskey in the world. In the world. And someone is saying – that's pretty good. And the right. reason why they're saying it is because they don't want to keep fucking up every time they make a batch of whiskey. Right. It's like you've set the bar so low that when they finally <laughs> crawl, stumbling drunk over the top of it, right. you're just fucking happy right. that they're not drowning in their own vomit. Exactly. Like it's like your roommate comes back and you don't have to turn him on his side. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's not fucking wetting the couch. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, High five, bro. You didn't fucking almost kill yourself. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. You seem like you probably would have survived uh, the evening on yeah. your own. Well no, fucking but, done. but congratulations, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Now you get you get fucking yeah. literally one trophy. Yeah. Like Canada has to share one award. Like uh, I, I, will, I will say though, I've I've never had this whiskey. I will try it. Uh, I bet if it's I can find it though, the problem is with all these whiskey lists is the moment that this whiskey gets big right. and it gets it gets post all you'll never find it again. Like it's one of those things like if a if a bourbon, especially a a, a smaller distillery, gets popular uh, and they get named in one of these things, you just never find the stuff anymore. Yep. So I'm gonna look for it um, and I'll try it. I do like rice, and I, I I'm actually you know all kidding aside, I'm really happy that uh, Crown Royal made something that isn't because I really do think Crown Royal is a pretty bland whiskey. I'm just not it's just not interesting to me. That's not to say it's a bad whiskey. It's just it's not something I'm into. So. I thought it was interesting as two rye and a bourbon made the list and I no know. scotch on the list and all of the bottles on this list, Cecil are financially accessible. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know, I mean like it's 60, 70 bucks tops. Well, the, the middle one is 180 a bottle. No, fuck that noise. That's a lot. That's an Irish whiskey though, isn't it? Middleton Dare Grella. <laughs> I don't know. You just start vomiting syllables. Yeah, there's sounds. a bourbon, there's a there's a Japanese one, there's a an, an, and two rise at the top. So 
Um, it could be just be the dudes going through a rye phase, right? Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that's cool. That's great. Um, congratulations. That's really a. Uh, I think it's great, and I'd love to try it. And can and you know the thing is, Crown Royal is relatively cheaply priced, so I would try it for sure if I could get a hold right. of the bottle. Yep. Got a message, Tom? What's the fruited plain? Yeah, so the the fruited plain is just uh, as it, it's where you get your uh, Whopper wrappers. Yeah, it that's turns the, out, but, um, but they're gonna be rainbow colored. It yes, turns out. right, exactly. You get yeah. your your rainbow colored Whoppers across the entire fruited plain. The fruited plain is just the entirety of the uh, Midwest, wherein we grow things. <laughs> that's all the Midwest but not is fruit, for. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Like it's not. It's not where we grow yeah. any fruit. That's well, called we Mexico. Might. I don't know. I mean, yeah. what, what we're mostly known for is like wheat and corn there. Though. Right. So And right. soybeans. And soybeans, soybeans, like fucking yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. But I don't know. They might grow elf fruit there. Although, and know. corn, right? Yeah. But, you know, come to think of it, though, to be honest, I've never seen a wheat field. Have you? Yeah, I've seen a couple. I've never seen a wheat not, field. Not in Illinois, though, I don't think. It's all corn here. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking it's Illinois. Corn and soybean. Like, it's yeah. a fucking 100% corn. So we got a message uh, from Jeff, and Jeff sent us a game you can play. <laughs> I thought this was very funny. Called Urinal Man, where you get to choose which urinal you're going to use out of six, uh, depending on who's standing at the urinal. It's actually a very funny game, so we'll post it to this week's show notes. We got a, a great... Uh, a great Christmas carol from Elvis. And I want to say, when I saw this come in, Elvis sent this in. And Elvis sends in a lot of songs. So Elvis understands this, but I just immediately froze up when he said 12 days. Because I was like, oh no, it's the 12 days of Christmas. Right. How long could this... It's, it's going to be like, it's going to be too long. Because what we get from a lot of people can be funny, but it's like four, five, six minutes long. We can't use six-minute clips. Yeah. This is perfect. Elvis did an absolute wonderful job. He only did the last verse. So it's it's absolutely perfect. So this is his 12 days of Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 12 logic sleeping, 11 pastors manning, 10 <laughs> prophets raving, 9 bakers prepping, 8 tongues are speaking, 7 Brian's fishing, 6 bulls are shitting, 5 chicken wings, 4 Hammingtons, 3 brick wiles, no welcome mats, and a hand chopping off machine. <laughs> awesome. That is amazing. That's so great. What a great job, Perfectly Elvis. done. Uh, 30 That's seconds terrific. long, perfect. That's awesome. So we got a message from Heather, Heather Wilder, who happens to be one of the kick-ass, like, uh, fucking, what do they call themselves? They call themselves, like, like, super directors of awesomeness. Yeah, like, fucking, <laughs> like, uh, creator care at whatever the fuck Patreon. Right. Like creator care, like we're like fucking hamsters that gotta feed, right? Like, like they're fucking, fucking really zookeepers. Tell for you the, what, we're fucking expensive hamsters, right? So, uh, so they created pissing and cedar shavings. What I love, what I love is how excited they are in every one of their fucking emails about shit that's fucking lame. Uh, here's something that they did two factor authorization. So Patreon got hacked a while ago. Right. And now they're like, you've been asking for it. We've been working on it without any further delay. I can officially say two factor authorization is here. And they're super. <laughs> are you excited as I am? I bet you are. Yeah, we are. Cause our fucking patrons want, don't want to lose their data. You fuck ups. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you, if you have, I think it's Google authentication. Right. That's what they're using. You can set your, your phone up so that you have two factor uh, authorization on your on your account. I know Tom and I will be doing the same thing. So we just want to want to let people know that that's a thing. If you're worried about your data at Patreon, we want to get away from Patreon. We got another message where someone was upset that they had to go to Patreon to actually download some of the stuff that we had, the free content we had. It's our only workable solution now. Eventually, we'd like to do things like authenticated RSS feed. We just don't uh, like one. I don't know how to do it, and two, I don't have time to research it. I work a full time job. I do the podcast. Podcast takes about forty hours a week. It's a lot of work, so we just don't have the time to do it right now. In the future, we're hoping we have more time. We can try to set some time aside and figure it out. So we got a message from Jade, and Jade said, "I've been listening to episode one sixty five." Uh, with the alternate skeptics creed and had decided to tattoo deep fry even this on my juicy thighs. <laughs> Good luck with that, Jade. That's I like awesome. That, though. That's funny. Uh, you're tattooed over everybody, Tom. Yeah. Even if it is just in jest. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll take what uh, I so can we want to mention that Chris Matheson, the author of Story of God, which is available on Amazon as well as uh, now on Audible. So if you were interested in hearing. His book on Audible, it's available now. And the best part is, is he gave us two keys 
two um, electronic keys that we are going to try to uh, to give out to our listeners. But we want to have a contest. We want to have fun with it. So what Tom thought of, and I'm going to see if I can do it justice, Tom, please correct me if I'm wrong, but we're right. hoping what we can do is have people create a bumper segment for us for Jim Baker. And Tom has some ideas on how that's going to work, but we're going to try to create, because we don't really have a good sort of segue for Jim Baker, and Jim Baker has become a large part of this show because he's amazing. <laughs> and so what we'd like to do is have people create a short bumper. Please keep it under 30 seconds. 15 seconds is like prime perfect but if you can if you have to keep it 30 seconds is sort of the limit we're gonna pick a couple of these we have two keys to give out we're gonna pick a couple of these if they're really good we'll play a bunch of them uh but we want to get you to send them in so send them into dissonance.podcast at gmail.com tom any other advice for people yeah you know my, my idea would be um you know make it sound like it's a commercial for you know a new jim baker product maybe even like a a uh, post rapture product or you know everybody gets raptured but Jim Baker um just just have fun with it you know just have fun with it i think um the more tongue in cheek it is uh, oftentimes the better that kind of stuff is so um you know send him what your what, what your thoughts and the best two will get uh an audible key an so. audible key for for uh, for Chris Matheson's book story of god uh we're giving them away so if you want, if you're interested in getting that, or if you're just interested in having some of your shit played on our show, send us a send us a, a, a an audio file. If it's too big to send, you can send a Dropbox link to us and we'll download it. We want to encourage everybody to uh, to to play along and hopefully you win that key. So that's going to wrap it up for this uh, this week. Uh, it was a long show with Eli. We want to thank Eli, of course, for coming on. Eli Bosnick from uh, from God Awful Movies. He works with Noah and Heath on that show. He also works with Noah and Heath on Scathing Atheist and Skeptocrat. Uh, they're all three really funny guys. Noah, uh, Noah, uh, Heath, and uh, and Eli put a ton of work in their shows. So give their shows a check out if you haven't before. Um, but but Eli was great, uh, funny, uh, smart guy, and I will definitely have him on to, to deal with the hate mail. Yeah, right. We'll have to. We'll save them. We'll set them aside. And he can respond to them individually. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. But we're going to leave you like we always do with the sep- the Septic's Creed. The Septic's Creed. I like that. That's it's a filthy. different one. That's a, I'll have that's, to write that's something one new. That's, a, that's that's in the hole out back. The Septic's Creed. <laughs> the Skeptic's Creed. Yeah, same difference. Whatever. <laughs> Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 